no weird banter. banter. No, no. Sometimes we do about five minutes of banter. Sometimes it's nothing. But welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. It's a show about one thing, watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hollowell. And we are not Mark Marin. We're not doing a, a hard ten minutes of just what's going on in our lives. Honestly, all, how the cats are doing. All the rambling's probably going to come at the end of the episode. Because this is our season three wrap-up. Essentially, yeah. we're going to be talking about The Keys, which is the season finale, season three, episode 23. I'm just kind of looking at our notes. And uh, obviously, I don't know like how long this is going to end up being right now but mm-hmm. i feel like this is gonna end up being a long one to to make up for our shorty last week yes yeah definitely <laughs> make up for that that really short one last week so uh we don't have any homework except that we will at the end the homework will be at the end this time we're gonna do our top five episodes of season three as we did in previous seasons true true uh well i mean i i did have uh oh, I, yeah, I think we, I think we called it like we're gonna try we called it like extra credit uh mm-hmm. because uh, obviously last week was the parking space and we were wondering how many parking spaces were in new york city versus how many cars yeah. there are and i looked it up and there are as of like 2010 there were 81,875 metered spaces okay. in New York City. And uh, this same article, it's like nyc.streetsblog.org. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know if that's uh, a verifiable source or not. I'm guessing for so. For our purposes, it yeah, is. It, for our purposes, it's 100% yeah. fact. Uh, but it says that's an incredibly small number when taken into context because there are between 3.4 and 4.4 million on-street parking spaces in yeah. New York City. And then I found like oh I see the, so there are four million on street parking spaces but only eighty one thousand are metered yeah okay that's yeah. that sounds good these are good numbers exactly yeah I mean you have like a one percent chance of actually needing to pay for parking right. in New York City on, on the str- on on the on the street anyway yeah this doesn't even count garages no this it doesn't this like. doesn't count garages yeah um but I also tried to look up just how many cars were right. in New York City. And obviously, as I'm sure you could expect, no one in Manhattan owns a car. Like, yeah. there's like 10% of households that own a car. That's still in New- in Manhattan. That's a lot. That's true. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, are there like, like 10 million people in Manhattan? So that's like a million people. Yeah, yeah, that's Something true. like that. I mean, those numbers are fuzzy, I'm sure. Yeah, but I don't think there's 10 million in Manhattan. Right, I'd right. Say, I'd say there's 10 million... Throughout in the all New York City of, metro area, exactly. I so, see. like all the five boroughs, yeah. all the surrounding neighborhoods. Right, right. There's, there's, I don't know how many people are living in all of New York City, but I'd say there's probably maybe a million in Manhattan. Right, Actually, right. No one lives in Manhattan. <laughs> that, that's there the, are that's people that live the area. I mean, yeah, there, there's Manhattan people, Island. I mean, that's that's true. Yeah. Manhattan Island, Staten Island. No, Man- Manhattan's Manhattan Island? Island. Yeah, is it? Yeah, sure okay. it is. All right. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I don't there's know Long my New York Island. Layouts. There's Staten Island. There's Manhattan. I mean, <laughs> okay. no one calls it Manhattan Island, but I'm almost certain it's an island. <laughs> um, you know, you got to take bridges and tunnels to get there. They they go <laughs> under and true. over water. So, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, this says. Uh, this is uh, the study of how, like how many cars there are, and it says according to recent census estimates, I don't know when that was, almost 1.4 million households in New York City own a car compared to 3.1 million total households. This means that 45% of all households in the city own a car, and ownership is lowest in Manhattan, like I just said, mm-hmm. where only, oh, only 22% of households own a car, while ownership is highest in Staten Island, where cars are owned by 83% of households. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot more parking out in, you know, Queens and Staten Island and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know what I'm getting at with this extra credit. If I, everybody, well, I guess my question was: If everybody like wanted to park, could they? I think if everybody so. wanted to stop driving for one day, I could think they so. park? Because okay, we we have 1.4 million households in New York City own a car, right? We'll take that. Mm-hmm. We'll take that as fact. 1.4 million. 
the source that I just found before that says there's 4.4 million on-street parking That's spaces. That's street parking, so that doesn't even take into account. I would count for I would count paid parking yeah. lots as oh, yeah. parking. If that, the public can park there, yeah, this 4.4 million it. doesn't count yeah. garages, doesn't count lots, but also this 1.4 million is just people living in New That's York true. City. That's true. So you're not taking into account the people visiting New York City, right. the people driving in from like. Uh, Connecticut, from right. upstate New York, from Jersey, from PA. For sure. So I I definitely think there is enough parking. Yeah. If everybody wanted to park, if everybody who had a car at this moment wanted to park, they could find parking. I think so. Yeah. You're not going to find your ideal like yeah, dream yeah. space. And you might be in a garage. Yeah, you might, you, you might be in a garage. There's enough parking that if everybody had to stop driving. Yeah, you might be in a garage. You might be a few blocks away. But you're gonna find a spot. Honestly, I'm kind of shocked that there's enough we, parking. Yeah, if we at, have at, any at this result. if we have any listeners in New York City who yeah. drive, please hit us up. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no. I've never driven in New York City. Yeah, I, I'm terrified to. I always take like, a train <laughs> or a bus or something. Yeah, yeah. You think it's gonna be easy? I've done it a couple times. One time, I just drove right. In, it was around our, our hotel. I think it was Columbus Circle was the worst. Like that's really? where I really was like <laughs> freaking out because um, I was I was like, well, we'll, we'll be rolling in at like. I don't know, 10 or 11 at night? How busy could that be? And it's still, it's just always busy. Yeah. You know, so uh, that was terrifying. And then we parked in a garage at our hotel. Uh, but then another time I drove, yeah, and I drove, my brother, my, my brother, my buddy lived uh, near, I want to say like Washington Square or something like that. I remember we walked to Washington Square Park. Uh, so I don't know what neighborhood that's in, but yeah. I found parking right. I found the dream spot <laughs> right in front of his door. Oh my God. But I had to. Move my car from one side of the street to the other side of the street because they they have like alternate street parking by yeah. day be, so that they can clean oh, one it's, side. It's, it's kind of like the even odd parking we have. We here. have around here, yeah, very much yeah. the same kind of thing. And so um, I had to like run down either early in the morning, oh, hungover, man. or something like that. And yeah, and we found a spot that I could like leave and sleep in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next day or it, something. You know what my biggest pet peeve is with parking? What like that? I hate paying for parking. When I'm staying at a hotel, yeah, I know. and like the parking is extra, yeah, or something. it sucks. I'd literally, I would gladly pay more for the room if I have free parking. I know, same here. I hate it. Yeah, they're like, oh, the room is one twenty, one thirty, and parking is twenty dollars a night. Like, yeah, well, like, screw you, no, man. I'm going to, yeah, park. like we we went to Cleveland a couple of months ago. Yeah, and I, no, not a couple of months ago, like uh, last summer. And we we got a good deal on the hotel room, and they're like, okay, yeah, we have a valet only lot, and oh, it's forty it's forty dollars a night, oh. or or you can self park for thirty five dollars oh. a night. You know what we did? What? There was the hotel train tracks yeah. right next to the hotel, and a lot across like four train tracks, and it was seven dollars a night. Fantastic! I parked there. That's the way to do it. Like, yeah. Why Why would I? Pay your forty five dollars or forty dollars a night valet parking. Yeah, only only one in and out. And then oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god, that's the worst. Yeah, when you like you need to get it out and put it back in and get it out and like like do I have to tip this guy every damn time? Yeah. So that's in addition to the forty dollars. Yeah, they they pulled crap like that in New Orleans all the time too. I mean, it, it, it was just the worst. But we didn't have to go. You know, you park it and then you leave it and you walk everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But, like I have no problem paying for a spot in a garage yeah. or in a lot. But whenever I'm staying someplace, and especially like if there's nothing around yeah. where I'm staying at, and I still have to pay to park, yeah, that's biggest pet peeve for me. Yeah, I, I hate that. I, I take it into account when I'm looking at hotels. I'm like, I take the parking oh, for sure into the account with the price. So like a, a hotel room that's one twenty with forty dollar parking, it's one sixty. I'm not going to stay at as if there's a space that's place that's one fifty 
with free parking or whatever. You know, exactly. Like that's, yeah, yeah. that's the cheaper room automatically. Yeah. They, they should include that when you go to Travago or wherever you book a kayak or uh, you book a hotel room. They should put the parking in there. I have to go search for it 90% Ho- of the time. Hotel Tonight, not a sponsor, by the way. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. That's right, awesome. right on the listing, it says yeah. like uh, amenities, and it's one of the amenities yeah. is parking, and it's either free or they tell you how much yeah. it is. I usually have to search like through the hotel's website to find it. They hide it, they hide yeah. it on purpose so that when you get there, you're like, well, crap. I totally would not have stayed here. Yeah, but, for real. So there's your rambling. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention is we. I, um, I looked at the parking space on Hulu, and it, it changed back to 422. So I, and then I looked at Wikipedia, which I looked at last week. I looked up the, the parking garage or the parking space, and it said 423. And I was like, oh, I guess it was 423. But then I went back and looked, and that changed back to 422. So I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I looked last it's night. It's like total Mandela effect I on looked, me. I looked last night on Hulu, and it said 423. What? Yeah. Okay, well, I sent you a picture. I took a picture of my TV no, screen. Yes, I did. Did oh, you? you? Did? Yeah. No, you didn't why. send it to me. I swear, I swear I sent you the picture. I didn't send you the picture? No. Oh, maybe I just, uh... (laughs) You thought you sent me the picture, maybe. I guess I thought I sent you the picture. Well, geez, let me show you the picture. Okay. Yeah, I'll even pull it up (laughs) on my tablet right now. It says Well, this is the second time, this is the second time this has happened. What in the world? This is the second time it's happened where the Roku app has said something different than the, or the iPad, or uh, the tablet app has said something different than my smart TV The parking space, 423. Yeah, no idea. Mine says I, I have a picture right here. I thought I texted this to you, but no. I guess I didn't. <laughs> Ted, I texted you the picture. Uh, so um, I'm going to go with Wikipedia on this and say 422. You think? That's okay. what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm not going back and editing the episode to say 422. <laughs> I'm keeping it 423. Oh, you mean the published, like the yes. written? Okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Yell at us if you want on Reddit or on on uh, at no hugging or send us an email or something like that. What are they going to do? Downvote us? Yeah, right. Just for that. <laughs> um, so I don't know where where the confusion is with Hulu and why isn't just the same, not the same I, information across I have platforms. No idea. But I have no idea. Um, but yeah, like you said, we have uh, we have a bit of a loaded show. Like, uh, yeah. obviously, we're gonna get into uh, the episode, but towards the end, we've got uh, our top five episodes mm-hmm. of season three because this is our season three finale. Uh, we have uh, we have something for Newman's mail sack. Ooh, yeah! And uh, I got uh, a disturbing voicemail. Ooh, I'll uh, I'll get into that. Um, towards, okay. the end, towards the end of the show. Uh, All right. Do you have anything else for? No, I'm ready. Let's get going. All right. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, if we skip over something, if we egregiously miss something, send us an email, nohuggingnolearningshow at gmail.com, or send us a tweet at nohugging. Uh, you can uh, listen to this whole thing, and if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you do that, we'll send you a No Hugging, No Learning sticker. And if you are listening to this for the first time, uh, you'll get a kick out of this of why I'm mentioning this, uh-huh. because we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been on there for a while, I think, but it bears mention. We want to make sure to throw it in there. Yeah. Um, and uh, once again, we are not a research-heavy podcast, and I, I'm getting my whole disclaimer out of order. We're, we're not a research-heavy podcast, so deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you already mentioned all the ways to contact I us? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That being said, I'll say your part there, that being said. That being said, season three, episode 23 of Seinfeld, the season three finale, The Keys, Original air date, May 6th, 1992. Thank God that's the same. I was like, please don't let us, please let it be the same. <laughs> I, I was negative seven months and 14 days old. And if you're looking in TV Guide the night of May 6th, you're going to see Kramer visits too much. So Jerry asks for his spare key back. 
Not a bad description, but we'll no. see if we can do better later on. Uh, we start with a stand-up bit as usual, and <laughs> Jerry is, uh, you know, kind of feigning. Um, I don't know what the word is. Uh, not shame, but uh, he's saying he finally he bought the Ginsu knife. He actually went and bought the Ginsu knife. What, Does this, what was the Ginsu okay, knife? I had to is, look it up. This is a infomercial from okay. back in the '90s. Obviously, back when infomercials were still oh yeah kind of stuff you could make fun of. Now I feel like there's no really big infomercial out there. You know? Yeah. What's yeah. the last big infomercial? OxyClean. Yeah. Oh no, Flex Seal for sure. Flex Seal, yeah, yeah, yeah. So was Fle- there like a feature- Phil-, Phil from Flex Seal is his own meme? Was there a <laughs> um, like a thirty-minute version of Flex Seal? Yes. Okay, so so they cut a boat in half, yeah. and put it back together with, with Flex Seal. Then he, uh, yeah, because yes. I've seen that's kind of where infomercials ended up. They're now like edited into thirty minutes or thirty seconds to a minute. And you you know you see the Flex Seal commercial that's a minute long, oh, yeah. or the Billy Mays commercial that's a minute long. But the Ginsu knife thing, you turn on in the middle of the night, and <laughs> it would be this you know super long. That the Magic Bullet was another good one. There was like car wax stuff, you yes. know, and, and there were these personalities that um, you know. But but I feel like infomercials are kind of a lost art these days, you know. So and obviously the Ginsu knife is a completely lost reference on you. Yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah. I I feel like I have heard about it, but yeah. I, I don't I know anyone who's ever about had one Ginsu. or Yeah, I yeah. hadn't thought about it in maybe a decade, and so it would like cut through shoes and pennies, and and they had scissors that would do the same thing, and then they'd show how it could still cut a tomato as thin as a piece of paper, you know, and stuff like that, and and uh, so it, it, this wasn't a bad bit in '92, but now it's just it's just super dated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, as dated as that sweet ass mullet that we saw oh in the audience God. in that shot. Did you see that? Yes. I rewound it. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It doesn't get more 90s than Jerry Seinfeld on stage talking about the Ginsu knife and that guy's <laughs> sweet-ass mullet. Um, but then he sort of – so he starts talking about – I guess just making fun of the Ginsu sort of carried this bit because it's not funny in, in now. No, you know, he's not. like, I guess if you were – I did like the bit where he calls in and he says, I want the Ginsu knife, and the woman on the other end goes, really? Um, <laughs> and he's like, I guess if you're getting the Ginsu knife, you're not getting the most expensive cuts of meat yeah, or yeah. something like that. And he really <laughs> leans into the hoof cut. I guess you're getting the hoof cut. Uh, you might want to upgrade from the hoof cut. Uh, he just and, really uh, yeah. throws that inflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really leaned into that. So uh, now we open in the apartment. It's the middle of the night, and uh, Jerry gets up, and he's sort of his inner monologue is running uh, about why he's, why you get so thirsty when you sleep. Um, but then he notices the door's open. <laughs> And it's still pitch black. All you see is a little slit of light from the door. Yeah. And uh, when he flips on the light, Kramer is like right there. Or does he just open the door? I don't even remember what happened. Uh, He opens the door, but Kramer's in the apartment. So he's he's coming from the kitchen. Yeah. And and they're like nose to nose basically at that moment. And did uh, Kramer said that he was watching 30 seconds over Mars? Tokyo. 30 seconds over Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was thinking... (laughs) <laughs> I, I couldn't remember what he said. So I was like, did he say he was watching 30 Seconds to Mars? Yeah, yeah. Is it, Early is he, Jared Leto. Is he adopter. watching Jared Leto? Jer- uh, um, my so-called life might have been on at this point. Jared Leto might have been uh, a name, but certainly 30 Seconds to Mars was not. But I don't know what 30 Seconds Over Tokyo is. I'm, I'm guessing it's a war movie. Okay. But okay. I guess we might have to look that up next week uh, for our season four opener. I so guess. we'll do that for homework. But uh, yeah, he's saying that he just wanted some popcorn yeah. and he came over to get his popper. and uh, Jerry's I- air popper, which like... Get a microwave bag of Pop Secret. Yeah. You know, I mean, get get Orville Redenbacher. Who's still air popping in 92? 
I, I was uh, sitting down watching this episode uh, while Grace was just like on her phone yeah, on the couch, right? And uh, she's just making fun of it the whole time, just in her. Uh, version of a Jerry Seinfeld voice. <laughs> what is it about sleep that makes you so thirsty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was I dreaming about running a marathon? It is a Seinfeld <laughs> bit like that he is doing yeah. on his way. So he's like always Seinfeld. You know, he's always on, even oh, in yeah. the middle of the night. Uh, so we fade in and out to the back to the apartment. Jerry's coming home from a trip. Uh, he needs to use the bathroom. He, he's, you know, throwing his bags down, you can tell. And, and uh, he opens the bathroom door, and Kramer is in his bath, in his bathroom. Taking a bubble bath. Taking a bubble bath, <laughs> which what a great, I mean, it, it's sort of like uh, an unplanned, the bubbles are like floating everywhere. When you take a real bubble bath, there's no bubbles floating in the no. air, you know. But the, I I love the side gag of the bubbles floating everywhere. everywhere. Two of them even land on Jerry's head and sort of sit there during the scene and like... <laughs> I like that they didn't reshoot that. Like, let's do it without the bubbles up there. Like, that yeah. made it funnier. It was unplanned and yeah, sort of spontaneous. So. Uh, just a bit of good luck in the scene, I think. So, uh, yeah. And, and so he kicks him out in, in a towel. Um, but that's Jerry's his towel. towel. Jerry's towel. Yeah. yeah. And, and I want that towel back. And so Kramer, naked in the hallway, chucks the towel from the hallway back into the, the room. Uh, we're back in the apartment again. We back. get another fade. We're, we we stay almost exclusively in Jerry's yeah. apartment we're this getting, entire first act. We're getting very quick little vignettes here uh, to just to drive home the fact that Kramer is, is always inviting himself in. So Jerry's on a date, and uh, the movie was sold out, so they're just going to spend some time at home. Um, he, <laughs> We see Jerry flirting a little bit with this murderer in the keys bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's saying like, "Have you ever, uh, have you ever went back to your apartment and just pretended that a murderer is chasing you just yeah. to see how fast you can get your keys out and yeah. get into your apartment?" <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. It's a fun little flirty game yeah. that he's doing, and they, yeah. they do it. And uh, um, but inside, Kramer's inside with he's, some floozy. He's doing something wacky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that that's it. Like you know, it, and Kramer's like, I thought you were going to the movie. He was like, it was sold out. He's like, well, how was I supposed to know you were? You know that you were going to be back so soon. He's like, it you know, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't be in here anyway. Yeah. Uh, and and so that's it. Hand over the keys. He wants his keys back now to his apartment. Uh, and yeah but uh yeah kramer makes a big deal out of it he storms off and he yells back like they linger on this shot of jerry and his date and kramer's date yeah, yeah. while kramer's like gone yeah and then it, it's as it's fading kramer pops back in and he yells for gucci yeah yeah her name's gucci, gucci. <laughs> yeah yeah okay um, sure why not? You know, that sounds like a good floozy name, you know. You think? And and the flu- yeah, I think Gucci is okay. a good. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a fake name. Yeah. You know, she might be an escort. I mean, we know That's that That's true. Um, not spelled like Gucci the brand. I had the captions oh, on. Oh, really? Is yeah. it G O O C H I? Uh I E. I E. G O O C H I E. I like not, that. Like yeah. Gucci Gucci, not Gucci Gang. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, what what's Gucci Gucci? You know, like Gucci Gucci. Oh god, you know? like the babies. Yeah, like, like like you 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 pinch a baby's cheek and go Gucci Gucci. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? Um, that's that's <laughs> all my only um, experience with gu- that type of Gucci. Um, but yeah, maybe it's a maybe she's an escort or something like that. You know, or, and they make up a name. Um, but uh, so surprise, we're in Jerry's again. Yeah, back the in next Jerry's day, apartment. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Elaine is getting his spare keys. Uh, Kramer knocks on the door very timidly. It's a very like Kramer knocking on the door is hilarious anyway. But Kramer like knocking on the door like it, it, it's Kramer. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he, he can't barge in anymore. I mean, he could because it seems like Jerry's door is unlocked sometimes and then locked other times. Yeah. which is uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I guess when he's there, uh, the apartments I've been in in New York, the door closes, they lock. 
You know what I mean? Like like dorm rooms, for instance, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. yeah, they lock automatically, and then you have to like use a key to get back in. But I guess Jerry's doesn't lock like that. You have to bolt it, I guess, maybe, if you really want maybe, to lock Maybe or things something. were different in 92. Yeah, could be. Could yeah. be. Um, and so he was like, I, Kramer, you know, he's come to terms with the fact that he's, that he sees Elaine is getting Jerry's keys, mm-hmm. uh, and it, and it's gotta be hard for him, but he's like, I, I broke the covenant of the keys, yeah. which is and, a great line. And Elaine feels bad first and she's telling Jerry that Jerry should give his keys back to Kramer. Yeah. And then Jerry's like, no, I'm not giving, giving my keys back to him. And then out of nowhere, Jerry starts feeling bad yeah. and Jerry wants to give him his keys back. But Kramer's like, still, no, I can't take these back. So how, why did Jerry's like opinion on this flip so suddenly? I think because so quickly. I think because Kramer turned down Elaine's request to take the, take the keys back. Like oh, Kramer, you should just take him. He's like, no, 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 I don't want him anymore. I, He's I like, mean, oh, you're right. Come on, this is du-, you know. I could. See, I don't know why he flipped so so quickly. I, I could see that, but yeah, like he's so adamant yeah. against Elaine like giving Kramer his keys yeah. back. And then literally 20 seconds later, he wants to give Kramer his keys back. Yeah. So it's one extreme to the other. Maybe he saw that. Maybe the, maybe he saw that this offered him a little bit of, um, you know, plausible deniability or whatever. Later on, he could say, I offered you the keys back and you said you didn't want them way back then. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. He saw that he was not going to accept the keys, but and so that he could he could make another attempt right now and say, OK, well, then yeah. it's Kramer's decision, not mine. Yeah. And absolve himself from a little guilt, which honestly, the, absolving himself from the guilt is probably you know, the most likely scenario because these characters that, yeah. are all about absolving themselves of guilt for doing awful oh, yeah. things, even though taking these keys back were not a, was not an awful move. Yeah. That was a good move. Yeah, you know? true. The only thing that it, that it screwed him on is convenience. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's like, God, it would be nice to have the keys right across the hall instead of mm-hmm. God knows where, yeah. a cab right away. Yeah, but uh, in denying taking Jerry's keys yeah. back, Kramer also <laughs> wants his spare keys back. Yeah. And we get the sight gag of Jerry <laughs> having like the huge janitor's <laughs> ring of keys. Yeah, yeah, 100 why, keys. Why does on, Kramer yeah. have so many keys? Who knows? And he, he also checks to make sure they're all there, and, and he's satisfied when he sees that they are, which is hilarious. It's, it's just another wacky yeah. Kramer moment. Who knows? Kramer is a man of mystery. Uh. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, so we're in Monks later on. And this is the first time we've been in Monks in, in a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I wonder when the last time was. Um, but Kramer is giving this, his spare keys to George. Mm-hmm. He wants to trade oh, yeah. and now wants George's keys Kramer wants George's keys since George has Kramer's keys. True. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kramer is giving the explanation that uh, clinging to, or having Jerry's keys was like clinging to a fantasy yeah. world. Everything was cleaner. The food was better. Uh, I, I forget everything that he said, uh, but he goes into this huge monologue. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was yearning for this fantasy world. Have you ever yearned? He's like, do, do you ever yearn and... Uh, Kramer says, you're wasting your life. And George says, what you call wasting, I call living. (laughs) And I I, I really, this is uh, one of the bits that I really liked in this episode. Yeah. Uh, But we get a back and forth between Kramer and George. And Kramer's like, do you have a job? No. (laughs) Do you have any money? No. Do you have a woman? No. Do you have any prospects? (laughs) No. Do you have anything on the horizon? No. (laughs) Do you have any action in your life that makes it meaningful? No. <laughs> yeah, that was great. A nice little update on George's situation. He is he's not I guess um shackled by the fantasy anymore of like, you know, uh, and um he is going he's Kramer says he's going to California. Yeah. After he, driving George into this depression, Kramer says <laughs> uh, Kramer was looking to go I guess trying to like 
He got bit by the acting bug. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like, I got bit by the acting bug from the Woody I, I, Allen movie. And George goes, these pretzels are making me thirsty? It you was, got fired. It was one line, yeah. and he got fired. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think so. He, I think he was driving George into this depression to make him more malleable to go with him. You know, like he, oh, he was sort of maybe. setting him up to go, why don't you come with me? Maybe, you know? yeah. Um, so, but, but he's going out to California anyway. And then uh, back in Elaine's apartment... Um, George is asking for his spare keys. That's who has his spare keys because he has to give them to Kramer now. And now Elaine wants her spare from George to give to Jerry. Yes. Now, okay, why do Elaine and George have each other's keys? I get that they're friends and it might be convenience. Yeah. But, like, they're the two members of the friend group who are the least close. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't gi- – like, I'm trying to think. I wouldn't give my my spare keys – to someone that I was only friends with through another person. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. This makes no sense to me. Like, well, they did just go to that uh, flea market together. We know they've, they've gotten closer. I if, guess, yeah. It might be just a proximity thing. I mean, we don't really know where George's apartment is uh, in relation to Elaine's apartment. That's true. And we we know that Elaine, or we we don't know who Elaine's neighbors are. Yeah. But in the case of Jerry and Kramer... They live right across from each other, so mm-hmm. it's super convenient for them to yeah. have each other's spare key. If Jerry gets locked out, yeah. he goes across the hall to get his spare key. Same with Kramer. If but, Kramer needs one of those millions of keys oh, he's yeah, got. Yeah, for sure. But if George or Elaine need their spare key, they've got to call the other one. They've yeah. got to go to another location, yeah. find a phone, because cell phones aren't That's a, right. a common thing yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. And then hope that they answer on their phone and then wait for them to come to their apartment or meet them wherever or go, with yeah. that spare key. Right, right. Why not just give it to your neighbor? Yeah, that's true. Even if you don't know them that well. Exactly. Just well, say then like, again, I don't know. if you, Especially if you don't know them that well. You don't want them breaking into your place, yeah, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe hide it under your mat or get like one of those fake rocks or something. Right, right, yeah. Well, I mean, a fake rock. If you're in an apartment yeah. building and you have a rock <laughs> in the hallway, I was about to say. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, I mean, you could maybe drop one in a uh, a wall sconce if there's like a light on the wall or get something a, get like a that. Fake outlet. Yeah, and put it yeah, right, ne- right next to your door frame. Yeah, but then you get like the bill from the apartment complex for cutting a yeah. hole in the wall and just sticking a fake outlet that the housekeeping has tried to like plug into, but yeah. they can't. And, and the mat just doesn't offer the security that a neighbor. <laughs> Or, or a friend would true, with the true, keys. True. So I, I guess this is the best case scenario. And <laughs> back in Jerry's apartment, George is opening Kramer's apartment for Jerry for something. I, I don't think we know. Well, is it because that he hasn't seen Kramer in a while? Maybe that's kind of what I got the impression of. Yeah, we, we don't. They don't really clarify. Yeah, but uh, is this where George is uncomfortable opening up Kramer's apartment for Jerry? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because of the key trade and everything like that. And that's right. Uh, uh, so. Newman sneaks up. Yeah. G- George gets the door open. He swings it open. It's dark I- in uh-huh. the apartment. And I think they're calling for Kramer. Mm-hmm. Uh, behind them, Newman walks up. and Newman, like, slithers up. He slithers <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, he, he like, he, sneaks he up. He just like, slides yeah, in. Yeah, he slides in. Uh, yeah. And he's being coy. They, they, they call him out for being coy. He <laughs> yeah, says yeah. he's not being coy. He, he's being very coy. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and the whole scene plays out like a classic gumshoe detective bit, yeah. you know. I mean, they're interrogating Newman, and <laughs> and and that even it starts like like Dragnet, you know, like he's being coy, he's being coy, like, yeah, yeah. And, and even even Newman is talking like a 1940s detective, oh, uh, for you sure. know, like gangster, you know, yeah, kind well, of thing. He, he says uh, he packed a grip and split for the coast, yeah, La La Land, 
L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elaine has come up too, right? This is where Elaine comes up. He's like, Elaine, they're going to beat me up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he pulls Elaine in front of him yeah. to sacrifice yeah. her yeah. to yeah. save himself. And there's a great part where he's like, you know, uh, where Jerry is kind of threatening to beat him up. And he's like, ah, you can't do that. I got witnesses. And he's like, George, turn around. And George turns around. <laughs> and and uh, yeah. And so we find out that Kramer went to L.A. Kramer did uh, make good on his crazy plan, and he did go yeah, to L.A. He, he got bit by the acting bug, so he's on his way to L.A. Yeah, and we uh, cut to Kramer, headed to L.A. in a car, seemingly his car. We've yeah, got a, assumingly he, his yeah, car. Yeah, he's, he's jamming out. Yeah, I had yeah. The, I had the captions on, but I, I wasn't paying attention in this moment, so I don't know if they said what was playing or who the yeah. artist was. I don't. I think it's probably free music. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. But uh, we've seen the closed caption people write stuff that doesn't, <laughs> technically exist yeah before. yeah yeah so i don't know if like they had written something I, I didn't see it i wasn't watching with the but it sounds like 80s speed metal oh sure like not current speed metal like think 80s <laughs> speed metal just like so like metallica or megadeth yeah i think like metallica just like played at like two times speed or whatever <laughs> that's what it sounded like uh and his car breaks down yeah, his engine blows yeah. and uh he's just looking around we hear like some some clanking yeah uh, and that that's it. Like yeah. that's all we that's all we see of this bit. This part of the journey, yeah. Yeah, we uh we go to a commercial break and we come back. We're back in Jerry's apartment. Yep. And he he's uh, saying that I never should have taken his keys away. Elaine and George are both on the couch, uh-huh. and Jerry Jerry's a mess. But Elaine, uh, she says something. I don't know what this is in response to, but she says, "Yeah, I saw it. I mean, it's complete bullshit." Yeah. But I saw it. So he's like... And, and the captions have this written out. This is where um, Jerry said, uh, you know, I tried to give him back the keys. You saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, like, she's yeah, like, yeah, I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. It was complete bullshit. Yeah, but I saw it. But I saw it. Yeah, yeah she and, mumbles it. Yeah, and I, I went back and watched this a couple of times, and I was like, yeah, okay, same here, did, same did here. she actually say this? I know, I know. She, it gets very close. Yeah, yeah, she's like, it was complete bullshit, but I saw yeah. it. Because I, I turned the captions on, too. Did they say bullshit? No, okay. no, no. It says bullshit and then it dash, had, dash, yeah, right? Yeah, B-U-L-L-S-H, dash, dash. But it comes very close. Oh, like, very close. And, and he's like, and then like they wait a beat, and he's like, what did you say? Yeah. She's like, well, I didn't say anything. I don't <laughs> I'm, said pre- so- I'm pretty sure he said, pretty something. Sure said something. I'm pretty sure I heard you say yeah. something. And so he's he's calling Kramer's mom even, and he's like, I'm pretty sure you said something. He like keeps coming back to it. Like, I don't know what you said, but you said something. Uh, and Kramer's <laughs> mom is blasting opera, and she's also drunk. Yeah, he sa- he said <laughs> Jerry says that she's drunk out of her mind. Yeah, and uh, Mrs. It- Kramer. <laughs> Is this uh, Babs Kramer? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely oh Babs God. Kramer. Which makes me think that the landlord's description of Babs Kramer from when Kramer was breaking into that dude's is apartment accurate? is accurate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like screaming about this guy to get back to bed, running around the halls naked or whatever. And oh like, God. Uh, yeah, d- d- that disparaging description was more right yeah. on than probably Kramer wants to admit to oh, himself. Probably. Uh, we got back to Kramer's car. He's looking at the engine and he, it's smoking. Yeah, it's on, yeah, it's on he, fire. He unsuccessfully yeah. tries to hitchhike, and that that that's it. Yeah, like we, we can't dive into it anymore because there's nothing that happens. That's it. This is a very quick moving episode. I liked that about it. Yeah, we didn't dwell on. You know, we've had a lot of. I mean, they're not we, straight up bottle a, episodes. We've, we've, we've had, had a lot, lot. We've had a lot of episodes dwell on things for way too long. One thing, yeah. I mean, yes. you talk about last. The, look at the parking space. Like that was. Yeah. They really had to stretch. They stretched. They, oh, they yeah. were putting things in where we were like, "God, that could have that didn't need to be there," mm-hmm. you know. And they were like, "We thought we had enough for an episode for this, but that the parking space was not the Chinese restaurant. No, the Chinese restaurant was a, was an episode about nothing. 
that took up the whole 30 minutes or yeah. whatever, 23 minutes, whatever, and, and was good. The parking space was not that episode, but I like this fast-moving episode as an antithesis to those kind of episodes, especially following the parking space, which is a very uneventful episode. True. Um, it yeah. was nice I'll, to get... To yeah. get, we're always moving scenes, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll get into how I feel about it like when, uh, whenever we're done with okay, it. But okay, okay, yeah. I, I, you're right. I, I do like how fast it moves, yeah. for sure. Um, but we are back in Jerry's, and he... He's he, coming off the road. Exactly. He's, he's back again from traveling for a show, and he doesn't have his keys on him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's it. That's it. He goes that's down it. to Monk's, uh, to the payphone <laughs> at Monk's. Uh, if only we had cell phones. Again, this is a perfect example. Exactly. Of, yeah. I, so I'm guessing Monks is close to Jerry's. Because, yeah. Because that that's the first payphone that he thinks of. Right. So, right. So he's not gonna like take a cab like 20 blocks right, right. to go to Monks just to call a lane. Unless he knew he was gonna be waiting there and he wanted to get a meal and he wanted to make sure it was a maybe a good meal and that, he always eats true. at Monks. So that's true. But I but I think you're right that Monks is walkable for him. I mean, it just seems like people that live in New York City. They exist in that block, you know, yeah. of their neighborhood, like two blocks around their neighborhood or whatever. And so yeah. they, they, it probably was just, They yeah. find what they need as close yeah. as they can get it. Yeah, yeah. No matter, like, what it's going to cost them or, yeah. or, like, what areas they have to go into to get it. Yeah, yeah. As, as long as they don't have to walk more than three blocks. Right. But, yeah. but Elaine's not home, so he's going to have to wait. Uh, Kramer, meanwhile, is on the back of a motorcycle uh, talking to a guy. This looks like the West Coast already, honestly. I mean, I'm sure it was shot in L.A. Yeah. I, I doubt they went somewhere to, to shoot this, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, somewhere else. Um, but it, it's, we, we, I guess he's not in L.A. yet. But the guy's talking about how he'd been in a horrible accident on a day like today, on a road like this. Uh, <laughs> there was a rock in the road. Could have been bigger than a pebble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He says, like, yeah, same time of day, same road, <laughs> going going the exact same speed. Yeah. He was in a coma for a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, they had to rebuild his face. Yeah. <laughs> Kramer's and, not wearing a helmet. And yeah, the guy yeah. talks about how the helmet saved his life, essentially. <laughs> and he, he's going pretty fast. And yeah. he goes into the turn. And he's like, okay, lean. Yeah. Okay, lean more. <laughs> I'm wondering how they filmed this. I'm like, that had to be a stuntman with a Kramer haircut. Oh, for sure. There's no way. There, there's that no I way would, it was Michael yeah, Richards. Yeah. No, no, no. That's crazy. Um, so then back at Monk's. George uh, comes in with Elaine's keys to go get Jerry's keys. Yes. Um, which is, is another moral dilemma for him because he already used Kramer's keys to open up Kramer's apartment for mm-hmm. Jerry. And uh, George, he, he's not comfortable yeah. uh, doing any of this. They, they start fighting over the keys, and I don't remember if it's in this scene or whenever they're outside of Elaine's, but Jerry tries to explain it that Elaine wanted George to... No, what? Elaine was... <laughs> He it, does it in both scenes, by the way, but this is where it starts. Go okay, ahead. Yeah. Okay, but Elaine was going to give her spare keys to Jerry, but George still has them. Yes. So, George, so Jerry wanted George to open Elaine's door with the keys, with Elaine's spare keys that of the current time belonged to Jerry, but were still in the possession of George. Yes. Do I have that right? Yes. And I Jesus. Think, and I think Jerry is correct. Like, he should already have the keys. The only reason he doesn't is, is because, because George, George hasn't given them yeah, to because, Elaine to give to Jerry yet. Right, so right. he says in the next scene, whenever they're outside of Elaine's, that he's cutting out the middleman of giving them to Elaine, so he should just give them to Jerry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's true. That's true. This is what I get for watching the episode at midnight. <laughs> oh, so, so I'm like, I'm just trying to like stay awake and uh, then we get lines like this and i'm like oh my god they do why? funny it up a little bit but it's a very under i mean uh, it's it's it totally makes sense that it, jerry it should makes have those sense. keys i'm yeah. not saying it doesn't make sense but they do I'm funny saying, it up they like add i'm saying it's hard it a little to bit. follow when you're yeah. sleepy right right <laughs> um but so uh, th- then they, they start fighting 
Uh, and they're like, oh, you want to fight? You want a piece of me? And then they yell, nothing in the face. And they're like kind of slap fighting. But also like <laughs> every time one takes a swipe, they also like block their face with their arm. And it's a very funny way. It's like one of the funniest fights I think we've seen so far. Like physical fights we've seen so far in the, yeah. in the, in the episodes. Uh, now cut to a VW bus. Uh, Kramer is telling the tale of the keys as a fairy tale. He's telling to it to uh, a bunch all, of stoner hippies. Yeah, and uh, God, what, I, we only learn the name of the one hippie. The woman, oh, really? uh, is Star Cloud. Oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't uh, pick that up. But somehow, the hippie who talks to him first, he's, I forget what he says. Yeah, but he, it, well, he's murderous. He is yeah. maniacal, homicidal. Yeah, yeah. Hippie. There's a story about an ogre and a prince, and Jerry is the ogre who took the keys back from the beautiful <laughs> prince or whatever, and, and the hippie's like, that ogre dude is messed up. If I ever came across him, I'd stab him! Just whips out, a yeah, knife whips out of nowhere. Out. Yeah. Jesus! I want to stab him! And then they ask Kramer if he's ever killed a man, and he's like, what do you think, Junior? Or something like that. And, oh, Lord. and he's like, you think these hands have never uh, choked the life out of a man? And he kind of like, you know, <laughs> makes the motion. Uh, but Kramer could start a cult right now with these, oh my these God, people, yeah. and it would oh, be... Yeah. <laughs> you could get away with it. <laughs> Kramer and his star children. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're like all just enthralled with what he's saying in that moment. Uh, back to Elaine's apartment where we're, we're, we hear the cutting out the middleman um, portion. And so, you know, uh, Jerry explains it all again and again. Like I said, a very uh, Abbott and Costello way. And, and George goes sarcastically, how did I miss that? Oh, I guess because it's a crock of sh- yeah. So he then yeah. he and, mumbles again. And captions again spell it S H uh hyphen hyphen. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is such a f- funny device. Again, as much as we didn't like the parking space as a whole, we both agree that they were funny moments that were not greater than the sum of their parts exactly. for the episode. But it reminded me of something they kept doing last episode where they were like, uh, you know, that Michael Jordan is such a phony. Why'd you tell him? Yeah. Oh, crazy teenagers. Oh, what'd you do to my car? You know, yeah. you d- didn't even let the other person respond. So I love this, you know, like, so again, we get, and then this is good acting by Jerry Seinfeld. You know, like, what'd you say? Did you say something? Like, no, no, I didn't say. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you said something. I, yeah, I, I love I, that. After three seasons, he's finally, like, <laughs> learning know. some things from yeah, Jason Alexander exactly. and Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you think, like, this, this should have happened sooner. And let's say Michael Richards, too. I mean, you oh, yeah. watch the outtakes and you'll see who the most serious actor is. Oh, and it may yeah. be Michael Richards. He Absolutely. gets fed up when people break. Like, I'm not saying Jerry <laughs> is a bad yeah. actor. But he has improved leaps and bounds <laughs> yeah, yeah. by the end of season three. He's a three. stand-up acting. Nobody else on the show is is a stand-up actor. True. They're all actors. They were hired to be True. actors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he, he started already, like, you know, pretty far back. You know, they had a head start. <laughs> like, even looking back to the pilot from yeah. now, when Jerry was, like, the, the most stiff person just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everyone's, like, acting around him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so cut to a trucker lady where Kramer, who Kramer is his to ride with. Uh, and they're sort of, you know, kind of flirting, and uh, uh, Kramer says he always wants to drive one of those things. Again, we get a reference to an infomercial. There used to be a lot of commercials for truck drivers. Really? Uh, that you'd see. Yeah, yeah. They reference them even in Top Gun. Uh, oh, there used God. to be like 1-800 numbers for truck driver schools, like, yeah, really? where they would teach you, and yeah, Man. then you start driving a truck. They should bring those back. That's there's, what I hear. There's a shortage of truck drivers. I just learned that uh, this same week. Same here. We were talking to the same person. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We were in the same meeting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I had no idea. But yeah, especially minorities and women, they will give you bonuses of, yeah. over bonuses to, Man, to start I'm, driving a truck. I'm 26. I should just drop everything and be a truck driver. It, I, it sounds pretty good. I mean, yeah. life on the road, I think yeah, I could do I, it. I've got another 40 years of work mm-hmm. ahead of me, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I could do it. And and what if we team up and we just drive all night? And oh, we, yeah. yeah. Like Hell Smokey yeah. and the Bandit, for yeah. crying out loud. But then yeah. again, we'd have to share a salary. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah that's true. 
and then, but, but and we'll make are, it up by doing more. That's true. Quantity over quality. Maybe quantity Ooh. and quality. Ooh, maybe TNT yeah. trucking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is an awful idea, by the way. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so they they end up switching seats mid drive. Yeah. Well, hold up before they before they yeah. switch before they switch seats. One of their like flirting lines. Kramer's just like, "There's nothing sexier than a woman driving a big rig." Yeah. So I, I just I just thought yeah. that was cringy and funny at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there's a bed right behind him. You never know what could oh happen. God, and and yeah. for trucker ladies, oh, I won't even baby. say it for a trucker lady. I mean, she's she's an attractive lady. So uh, she asked if he knows how to double clutch. Uh, and Kramer says yes, but when they end up switching seats, Kramer has he's immediately grinding no gears. <laughs> like no as soon as he sits down, how come they haven't built automatic trucks yet? I don't know. Why are they? Are they all still manual? That's oh, my yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. Why? You need you need to have control over the gear that you're in. For oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, it, with all the weight that you're carrying, yeah, y- you need to know that your truck is going to be in the right. For like hill, uphill, yeah. downhill, yeah, yeah, and just yeah. straight ahead. Okay. Yeah. But uh, there's they. Uh, I mean, maybe there's Benjamins to be made making an automatic truck. You think? I don't, I, is anybody working on it? Mm, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the uh, barriers to entry for people becoming truck drivers. Like, yeah. I don't know how to drive a stick shift. Yeah, yeah, and double clutch. I mean, that's yeah. a thing. I, I don't know what that is or why it is. Why it know. is? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> if someone if someone makes an automatic transmission like truck, yeah, sure. Why not? If I literally just have to sit there. And just like push down on the gas. That's what I mean. And the truck is going to shift itself. Yeah. Hell yes, I'll yeah, become yeah. a truck driver. Right. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before we we're getting those trucks that are from Logan. Remember in Logan, like the self driving. I never watched it's Logan. Just, oh my god, it's yeah. amazing. Oh geez, you got to see Logan. That's your homework for next week. We're crying <laughs> out loud. Uh, okay, so in Elaine's apartment. The guys can't find the keys. They're still looking for the keys. They've looked everywhere. Uh, I love this. George asks, what do they look like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jerry's like, they look like keys. They look exactly like keys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do they look like? And then J- Jerry finds what I'm guessing Elaine grabbed from George in the first scene in her apartment. We kind of uh, didn't bring that up. Uh, that did happen. He, like, picks up a file of hers, and she, like, grabs it once he starts kind of Almost opening it up or whatever. That, so it's my guess that oh, this is the same that thing. Oh, I didn't notice that in the first scene. Yeah, yeah. She's okay. like, what are you looking at? You don't just look at stuff. And so Jerry finds that Elaine has written a Murphy Brown fan fiction, I'm going to call is, it. Is it a fan fiction <laughs> or a script? I think it can be both. Okay. Yeah, I think you can write. Is there a different name for fan fiction scripts? No. Okay. No, but I, I didn't know if like she was seriously like trying if to... If she was going to actually submit it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if she got like... How dark she got into the fan fiction world. Right, right, yeah. It's not slash fiction. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Murphy and Corky slash. Oh, um, no. Or does slash have to be, can slash be lesbian or does it have to be, I don't know. does it have to be Miles and Frank or whoever? I, I, I have no I, it's idea. been so long since I've seen Murphy Brown. <laughs> Maybe our next <laughs> podcast is a Murphy Brown deep dive. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, a, Murphy, a Murphy Brown fan fiction deep dive. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because I've never seen. I, I can tell you, have you ever seen an episode of Murphy Brown? No. Nope. Okay. I remember watching it when I was little. It was obviously on in 92, but I, I certainly have never seen the whole thing all the way through. So, yeah. But I'm also not a lifelong fan. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, Elaine walks in as they're reading it, and uh, we get a great visual gag here where 
Elaine, or Jerry notices Elaine first and throws his half of the script in George's hands. Then George looks and sees Elaine. And he he just, throws the whole script to Jerry. Yeah, and the, and between both of them, they're yeah. just like throwing all of the pages up in, the air, up in the air everywhere. Yeah, it's. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was a very great visual gag. Uh, now, so and, and Elaine is furious. Yeah, uh, and, she calls them weasels. You yes. weasels. And at this point, everyone just wants their own spare yeah. keys back. Yeah. Elaine wants her own. Jerry wants his own. George wants his own. Yeah, but nobody gets their own keys back yeah nobody knows whose keys are whose yeah uh and then in la cut to los angeles i don't know where we are i'm guessing la yeah yeah kramer's there he's roller skating he's roller skating on a california girls some Uh, some boardwalk he's out of control he's skating wildly uh but yeah this is uh he's he's made it yeah and that's it that's all that happens that's all we know (laughs) uh we're back in jerry's and Elaine, uh, what did I write here? Elaine just thought she could... Oh, They're discussing the sc- her yeah. fan fiction. Uh, uh, she just thought she could write a Murphy Brown episode yeah, just yeah. out of nowhere. Right, right. So, yeah, we, we don't know if she was going to submit it or anything. Uh, it sounds like something she just wanted to try. I mean, she works yeah. in the in the literary oh, yeah. community. So, so it's not too too far-fetched. Yeah, yeah. Her but, dad's an author. You know, she comes from that, you know, sort of background. So the fact that she wanted to try writing something yeah. uh, kind of makes sense. But this gets very meta, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, we get we get our third and final uh, bit of someone talking under their breath. I forget who it was, but I wrote, oh, what an ass space space. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean... Uh, Jerry starts mansplaining showbiz. Yeah. Because it gets, it gets very meta. I think it's hilarious, like, that a TV writer wrote... Those writers make a lot of money. Yeah. And Jerry <laughs> sort of like starts chuckling like, oh, Elaine, let me tell you something about showbiz and starts mansplaining showbiz to her. Uh, yeah. And that's where she mumbles once again something well, what, about was, asshole. Was she, she was going to say asshole? Yeah. Okay. This is what I don't get about the word asshole. Ass is the swear word. But yeah. together you have to bleep out whole. whole. I know. I've always, I've never understood that myself. Watching TV movies. <laughs> why is, for, why is that I don't, the case? My guess is maybe that you could say you you could make the argument that they're talking about a donkey. Bingo. Okay. Yeah, and then sure, you add the not? whole, and now it becomes a scatological reference. Okay. So that's really what the FCC cares about. If you're describing, you know, scatological references, like they they've made the case where you can say fuck as long as you're not talking about sex. Okay. That's okay. You know? All right. I in guess. some instance, you know, like you won't get fined for it or whatever if you're like, this is fucking great, as opposed to like, he fucked that girl. Yeah. Those are two different, according to the FCC, because <laughs> one actually describes, you know, a bodily function and one doesn't. Yeah. Same thing with, with shit and, and I guess, and ass in this case. So. This is going to be our most This is our dirtiest episode, episode, but I'm ever. like, we're podcasting anyway. Why Jeez. don't I just say it, you know? <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. How you, how do you feel about it? Should I bleep all that? If you want. You're the editor. I'll leave what it do you, to you. Do you want me to? If you want. I don't care. Okay. I don't care either. I, don't I mean, care. We're, we're a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for crying out loud. Uh, so, And they barely hey, bleeped the, it in this. There, there's a reason why when I upload the episodes, I don't mark clean. I don't mark explicit. <laughs> I mark unknown. Yeah. I want to know the person. I if There's one person that's been fired because they were blasting an episode of a podcast at their job. And all of a sudden, they dropped an F-bomb and they got fired. Good. Oh, yeah. That well, person is inept and they don't <laughs> deserve to have whatever job they were doing. Well, I, I will... Like, tr- if I'm ever listening uh, to a podcast just off my phone yeah. speaker occasionally at work, uh, I'm doing it whenever there's no one around. Yeah. But occasionally there's this one uh, wrestling podcast I listen to, but it's like 
uh, it's ve- it's a very silly podcast, yeah. and occasionally they'll read like fan fiction on there, <laughs> and sometimes it gets dirty. Yeah, yeah. So I'll like turn it down, and I'll I'll know that there's no one around me, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god, this is. Yeah, I I, I kind of turn this down or something. Yeah, but also so like I listen to WTF or Doug Loves Movies or whatever. And but guess what? When I after I pick my kids up from daycare, I don't listen to it in the car on the way home yeah. because you don't know what they're gonna say. So it's like manage your own listening. We're not gonna babysit you, you f- asshole. <laughs> And then uh, the person listening is going like, did they just say something? I'm pretty sure they said something. Uh, okay, so. Okay, so anyway, they're sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're watching Murphy Brown. Yeah, they're watching and Murphy And that's why Brown. They're, ta- they're watching Murphy Brown. They're talking about Murphy Brown. We get a meta <laughs> conversation about writing scripts. But then all of a sudden, Kramer is on Murphy Brown. And he's just being like the worst like secretary or something. Did, did they say like what his name on the show is? I think he did, but I, I didn't write it, it down. He introduces himself, yeah. It's not Kramer. No, no, it's, yeah, Mr. Johnson or something kind of normal, I think. Yeah, but but, but okay. he, he's just sitting there. He's sitting, Don't like, do that. You might stop our recording. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to, like, actually okay, hit something. Okay, don't hit any buttons. But he, he's <laughs> he's just sitting at the, the keyboard of the, of the receptionist desk going... Faster than that, like, harder and fat. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But clearly not typing Obviously anything. not typing anything. But he's also on like a very old laptop computer. Did you oh, see yeah. that thing? Oh, yeah. You're it doesn't to... even have a full like monitor display. It's got a tiny LCD yeah, display yeah. on it. It's a word processor. It's not even a laptop. <laughs> it's a word processor. Yeah. I, you're going to have to amplify that audio, yeah, by the yeah. way, so anyone knows what the hell I was just doing. Um, but so here's, here's what I have to explain to you, Ted. There was a gag <laughs> on Murphy Brown. Every episode, she had a different secretary. Oh, yes. Really? Oh, that so was, that... It was a joke, like how yeah. she, no one could work for her. And okay. they'd get like celebrity cameos. It was Pee Wee Herman one time. Oh, it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It was like a running gag on the show. I don't know if it was if it was every episode, but she would have a different zany secretary with a weird quirk every single episode. Okay. I don't know about every single episode, but when they showed the secretary... But it was, it was a very frequent thing. Yes, it was a oh, running okay. gag on the show that she always had a different secretary. And like I said, there'd be celebrity cameos, but then there'd also be just gotcha, gotcha. regular actors trying to make a, a job like uh, Kramer himself. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, we get one more stand-up bit, and Jerry is talking about, uh, are, are there keys to planes? Yeah. Like being delayed on the runway because the pilot was looking for his keys. You, you see the bomb squad out on the on the tarmac. Or just people. I don't even know if he said bomb squad. I think he just said people running around. Oh, yeah, like, like the always, luggage people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they're looking for something, but it turns out they're just looking for the, the magnetic like key holder <laughs> yeah. underneath the plane. Which or something. people would put in their bumper or something, like yeah. they're under, in their wheel well or something. <laughs> but he's like, oh, God. But I like I like this bit. This is absurd. Observational humor. Yeah. I li- it doesn't fall apart at exactly. all. I have, it, I have no it, idea if there it, are keys. And it holds up. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it was a really There's funny concept. There's got to be keys to planes, right? There's got to be a key. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, honestly, but I love the fact that he might have like forgotten them at home. Like, oh, God. Yeah, and oh, they tell you it's God. something mechanical, but he forgot his keys. And so uh, I thought this was a very funny, like, absurd concept that he explores very well to finish out. Season three. We end on a great laugh. Yeah. Um, all in all, I didn't like this episode whenever I was watching it. Yeah. Um, I like it more now that we've talked about it. Uh, my opinion of it has changed. Interesting. In, in the last, like, what, 45 minutes or so? Yeah. Um, so I I don't know if I would include this one in my top five or not. I might, actually. Yeah. I don't know. 
So this one is. Do, do we want to get into that, or do we want to get into like the description and homework oh, first? What let's do, you do that. Let's you do, that. do that. Yeah, okay. we better we better close out the season. Close out the season like normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so our description was. Let me find it. Go back to my first page. Kramer visits too much, so Jerry asks for his spare key back. I mean, you, that happens in the first two minutes. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's a good start. It doesn't describe what you're going to see in the episode, but. I think it's fine. I think it's okay. Yeah, I mean, the, it the doesn't only, give anything away because, yeah. like you said, it, it happens quick. Yeah. So I, the, I think it's a fine description. The only thing I might do is like uh, you, the the group's spare keys become a point of contention, something like that. But that gives away. That's the plot of the. That's like the Ma- one maybe, line of the, maybe like Kramer visits too much, causing the entire group to rethink who has their spare keys. I honestly don't hate that. Okay. I like that. All right, there we yeah. go. Yeah, because that that throws in like the whole episode, yeah. but it also doesn't give away anything about Kramer just like moving to Los Angeles yeah, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Um okay, did did we have any homework? Uh I So I, didn't I was going to look up 30 seconds over Tokyo just to see what that's all about. Okay. And Did I have anything? I don't think so. Okay. All right, no. I'll, I'll let I'll let you do I think the that was it. I'll let and you do the Jared Leto thirty seconds to Mars. <laughs> yeah, thirty seconds <laughs> over. You, you look up thirty seconds to Tokyo. Oops. I'll listen to thirty seconds to Mars for homework. And I kind of want to hate it the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go back and see how long it was since we were at Monks. Okay, I, I'm just yeah, kind of yeah. curious. So yeah, that's, uh, I, I that's think also that's, what I'll I think look that's up. a good uh, yeah. a good bit because I I remember seeing they cut to Monks and I'm like, yeah. oh, been a while. Been, been, been there and it, it's been at least since. Uh, were they at Monks during The Boyfriend? I don't think so. I think it was before The Boyfriend. So been, no, wait, like there, is a scene at, there is a scene at Monks at The Boyfriend. Okay, well, The the Boyfriend at this point has been about three yeah. months yeah, since yeah. air date, but it's been like five episodes, maybe? I think you're right, yeah. We didn't go there in The Letter. We didn't go there in The Good Samaritan, I don't think. No. Uh, we went to Pasta Vici in The mm-hmm. Good Samaritan, but not Monks. Yeah, so I'll, I'll do all that. We, didn't, we certainly didn't do it in The Limo. No, we weren't there in the limo. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and check that out. I'm just curious. Uh, just a fun little Seinfeld stat. Uh, all right. So what do we want to do next? We have Newman's mail sack. We have our top five of season three, and uh, I've got a disturbing voicemail that okay. someone DM'd me. Well, we'll. St- do you think this is a good place for Newman's mail sack? Does it have to do? It has to do with season three. Uh, yes. Let's, okay. Let's get to all let's right. get to Newman's mail sack. Let's unzip Newman's mail sack. I don't think we got any uh, Twitter mentions this. Uh, Go around, did we? We did get it. We just got a couple. We got a couple mentions, but no questions or anything like that. All right, unzipping Newman's mail sack. We got uh, a message from our, our buddy Brett, who's uh, emailed us before. Uh, he said, "Just wanted to see if you guys noticed on season three, episode nineteen, The Good Samaritan, around the fourteen forty mark, George and Jerry are sitting on the couch reading magazines, and when Jerry turns his page, you can see a ripped page fall out of the magazine. I don't remember you guys pointing that out. Mm. I was just watching the episode, and I noticed that and thought it would." Uh, thought it was worth mentioning. I doubt that was supposed to happen, but I like that it got left in. Hmm. Also, you read my email about a month ago. Also, you read my email about a month ago, and I had mentioned that I liked seeing the characters smile and kind of laugh at the situation. I said something that I thought it was good writing, and you guys rebuttled uh, or rebut rebutted oh. rebuted rebutted rebuttled rebuted. What, what's the proper <laughs> word here? I would say rebuttal. 
rebutted. He, he, he says rebuttaled, but I, oh, I rebuttaled. I, I don't I don't know what the proper word is, so I'm gonna say rebuttaled. Okay. Uh, I had said baba, and you said you didn't think it was the writing. It's just Jerry laughing because it's funny, and I seem to have misspoke because that's exactly what I oh. meant. And uh, he says I finally caught up on the series to you guys after starting the series over for the third time, Dang. and hopefully I can watch uh, watch along as I listen. Obviously not at the same time. That wouldn't be very enjoyable. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was talking. Yeah. That would have been an interesting way to do this podcast, just like speak while we're watching it, and then, yeah, just do, what do they call that, um, commentary. Yeah, just do running commentary on it. And we, we have, like, the audio of the episode yeah, in the yeah, background, running. and then we just, like, okay, pause it, yeah, I have something yeah. to say. Pause it right now, and everyone, you have to, like, constantly be waiting, oh, and then you'll get one second behind, no matter what happens. God, like, we would get flagged for copyright violation yeah. so and quick. And three, two, one, play. We're canceled. Yeah. No, I was, I was like, you know, you have to pause yeah, yeah. And, and play at the same time, you'd have to do a countdown. So, all right. Well, thanks again for the email. And I did, I did see a mention somehow. This uh, oh, went did, by me. Did we me. miss something on Twitter? Yeah. Well, first, Fred Esposito uh, tweeted at us and said, "Listening to your show made me realize that uh, the letter is one of the more underrated episodes in the uh, series." He Interesting. said, "And I agree. I don't think it's a very highly rated episode. So, if you uh, you know rated highly at all, you're, you're I think you're uh, accurate there." And um, I also mentioned that um, I said something about. Oh, I, he said, I also need to find my junior high school yearbook and show you my tribute to the Kramer, which we would love to see. And uh, the Common Language Podcast at, what is this, uh, at language underscore common said, today's indie podcast is No Hugging, No Learning, hey! where a guy who has never seen Seinfeld goes through each episode with his buddy from the start, great chemistry, and from someone who, else who has never watched Seinfeld, it's very entertaining. So <laughs> thank you very much for that awesome. recommendation. Yeah, I, And if I you're think... coming to us from that uh, Twitter account. We love you. Yeah, I I think that is the same people who do a podcast that I found out because we had mentioned on the show before. Yeah. Uh, what? Whenever we're done with the run of Seinfeld, what are we gonna do yeah. after Seinfeld? Right. So we were gonna try and like flip the script and find a show that I had seen a lot of episodes for that you have never seen. Mm-hmm. And the only thing we could really think of was SpongeBob. Yeah, I think so, that would be very enjoyable. So I found I, I didn't know if there were any SpongeBob podcasts, so I looked it up. There's three. Wow, all, I'm not surprised. All around like the same like point uh, like they, they're all like just starting in the last like six months really? or so yeah wow uh there, there's one that has more episodes uh but the best one that i found is done by these same people okay. that have uh i think it was the common language podcast yes and it's uh, a 10 year old girl and her stepdad reviewing all of the episodes of spongebob that's she, fun she's seen the majority of the episodes of spongebob where he's never seen anything of yeah. it before yeah and it's so fun to listen to I bet. because uh you hear uh the childlike take on the on these cartoons yeah and i'm yeah. like this is something that isn't being done this is incredible yeah yeah <laughs> kids podcasting and being um edited you know to make it not so uh, kid like you know oh, yeah I guess, for sure what yeah yeah keeping but, a kid on track I yeah, guess. but like uh i so i'll give a shout out to all of all of those podcasts i guess uh the the other two ones are uh bikini bottom live mm-hmm. and is mayonnaise a podcast uh great uh, name but the the one that i like uh over all of them it's uh spongebob Squarecast. Uh, uh they have they've only got three episodes right now yeah they're doing uh, you know how spongebob is split into two episodes each like episode yeah so, there's so, two 15 minute episodes in each 30 in, minute exactly got it so they're doing 
uh, each one of those is its own episode wow. of the podcast. Okay. And the pilot episode of SpongeBob was split into three. Okay. So they got three episodes all touching on the pilot. There's Help Wanted, Reef Blower, and Tea at the Tree Dome. Uh, I'd recommend all of them. Got seriously. It. Uh, SpongeBob Squarecast is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, go and look it up if you're listening to it. If you want to listen to, uh, uh, and they didn't go with SpongePod. I feel like that I th- pun I think, is. I think that was already taken. That that was another SpongeBob oh. podcast that is inactive already. Oh wow! Yes. I, I, yeah. That <laughs> I was, was going to say it's right Sp- there. Sponge SpongePod Squarecast yes. was already taken. Okay. And it's inactive. I and believe. so they just went SpongeBob Squarecast. Exactly. Not the SpongePod. Okay. Exactly. At least Fr- someone did it. Yeah. SpongeBob Squarecast from the Common Language <laughs> Network. Uh, definitely check it out. I highly recommend. Pod Bob. <laughs> stop it. Just stop now. Sponge cast. Sponge uh square pod. <laughs> stop it. No. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of season 3, right there? Yes. All right. Do you want to do your top 5 first? You want me to do my top 5 first? Uh, I'll do my top 5 okay. because I I I feel like mine's a little more uh, haphazardly thrown together. You did do it right as the bell was ringing. We, if we I were, did. <laughs> right did. as we were starting. <laughs> uh so I, I don't have these in order 5 to 1. Mine aren't either. Um but I I do have five episodes and an honorable mention. Got I'll, it. I'll say my honorable mention is The Subway. Uh-huh. Um, and in no particular order, my top five are The Note, The Parking Garage, The Tape, The Boyfriend, both parts, mm-hmm. and The Limo. Wow. I don't think we have very many in common on here. Really? Yeah. What, what, did, what did you say? So I have three honorable mentions. Okay. I, I, I have The Subway on there because it's just... As an honorable mention? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, maybe for the same reason as you, it just is like so well made. It's 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 iconic. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you, you get the iconic shot of the four going their separate ways. Yeah. And we see them all having their adventures separately, but it's very cohesive. Um, but uh, I just feel like on it, I feel like it's, um, yeah, just just for that reason. Yeah. I, well, I have we, the, we should probably explain like what we're looking for yeah. in, in, in good episodes, too. Like, right. I, I'm, like I'm looking for... Uh, stand-up bits that hold up. I'm looking for like interesting shots. I'm looking for bits that aren't like super cringeworthy, yeah. uh, but that are funny. I'm looking for uh, like uh, characters to take a beat on something that is funny. Like right. in, in the subway, it's the the shot where you see the naked man on the subway, <laughs> and everyone is on the other side of the subway, and Jerry's just waking up. Yeah. I'm like, Dude, this is this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I have the letter in there because. Only because of the Kramer. The Kramer just deserves a mention. Really? And the episode that gave us the Kramer <laughs> it, yeah, deserves a mention. I have the keys, too, because I don't know if I'm so close to it. But one of my one of the things I so I've been like starring episodes that I loved all throughout the season. Yeah. And those are in my top five. But the keys is just so if I have a good time in an episode, if I'm laughing out loud constantly yeah. And I laughed out loud a lot during the keys. I, really? I laughed a lot. And maybe, so maybe it was I just, just an enjoyable episode. Maybe I just didn't laugh as much because, like I said, I, I was watching it late at night. Yeah, yeah. So I, I finished watching it at like one. The mood has a lot to do with, that's you know. I, I think I, I wonder if that's why I didn't like the parking space very much because you look at that and I'm like, God, well, that's as eh, iconic as the I, subway, that that idea, but it just doesn't, maybe, as an episode, I didn't enjoy it. And I don't maybe, know why. But I, I watched that like in the evening and I still yeah. didn't really like it. Yeah. And I wonder, I, like, I got, I had, I didn't get a lot of sleep the night before we did the podcast for it. So I'm like, was I just tired and, and didn't want to do it, you know? And maybe that's why I didn't like it. Maybe. I don't know. It, it, it all has a lot to do with, you know. So, all right. So here's my top five. Again, in no particular order, the limo. We have that in common. I mean, you talk about a creative storyline. That's one thing I'm looking for in these episodes is something that hasn't been done 
in a sitcom before, and certainly pretending you you know pretending you're a white supremacist so you can get a free limo is one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what else you got? The alternate side. I did like the alternate really? side for some reason. Yeah, and and I think it's because as disturbing uh, as let me go back to my notes for the alternate side because I um I I know you're surprised at that because it gave us one of the most uncomfortable moments of Seinfeld so far, and that's the Yankee Bean scene with a stroke victim eating his lunch and Elaine. Um, it was a it was a scene that was very hard to watch. It doesn't get more dark and disturbing than that, and yeah. that's something that has never really turned me off of. Seinfeld is his dark. I like the dark bits of humor that we've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, okay. Uh, and so I didn't mind that. It gave us the rent a car scene with taking a reservation as opposed to holding a reservation, which is a classic Seinfeld bit. <laughs> it gave us the pretzel line. These pretzels are making me thirsty. That's true. And the whole Woody Allen wow. bit. Uh, it gave us that. That was all the alternate side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was all Man. the alternate side. So all right. I I, I remember laughing a ton. Uh, during the alternate side, so that's that's why that one made my top five. The nose job I put in there because again, I just remember laughing a ton during it, and I really enjoyed the episode. Uh, the parking garage, so I think I, I really liked the parking garage yeah. as a you had you had that in your top five. Yes, yeah. yeah. As a bottle episode, it's as close as we've gotten to the Chinese restaurant since yeah. the Chinese restaurant, which is like the you know the ultimate idea behind Seinfeld, a show about nothing, people looking for their car in a parking garage, and, and what happens. And uh, the library, I got to put on there too, just for maybe just for Bookman. I mean, but we get a lot of great. We get <laughs> yeah. the Atomic Wedgie. We got Can't Stand Ya. Um, we see the flashback of George and Jerry again. It was just kind of an interesting, oh, man, yeah. it, just kind of a funny. Like you could see where it that that's this is an episode. I mean, I know it's it's like we're not watching a documentary about Jerry Seinfeld, but he probably had a bit <laughs> about overdue books, and he was like, that'd probably be a good episode. Like. You talk about a pilot for getting the keys to his car. Let's extend the overdue book to they actually have a guy that will, 30 years later, go out and try to find a book that's worth $2 or whatever. You know, like, let's – so Bookman and talking in that Dragnet-style way that we saw them talking, <laughs> I, I just really liked it. So, again, in no particular order, th- those were my top five. Library, Park Garage, Nose Job, Alternate Side, The Limo. With the keys, the subway, yeah. and the letter, getting alternate. Uh, so, um, yeah, we've, yeah, we've only got overlapping the parking garage and the limo. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Is there anything else you wanted to expound on about about your list? Uh, I mean, I I just enjoyed the boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, because uh, all of the Keith Hernandez stuff and yeah. like the JFK uh, callbacks, yes. like the movie. Got to agree. And th- that that made the episode yeah. for me. I think. Yeah. And then we find out that Newman is in JFK, which adds a whole other yeah. hilarious layer. <laughs> um, as far as the tape, I, I yeah. really like that for. Uh, the shot and scene of Elaine pretending to be yeah. uh, the adult film star <laughs> right, right. while George is on the phone and Elaine's just like <laughs> saying, oh, yeah, this is my co-star or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I always insist that it's real. You know, yeah. I, it's real with him or whatever. Yeah. And uh, if I could even just like make your case uh, further for you, I was just thinking about how funny George's interactions with Elaine were later on being like so awkward like what do you want to do uh, she's like oh I'm up for anything like <laughs> no idea that George is like horny for her you know oh like, my lord <laughs> I'm up for anything <laughs> yeah know, like, and, and, uh, and it, I think isn't that where he like starts gasping for oh, air yeah. out of the car yeah. Yeah. and and even going back to the season three premiere the notes yeah uh, it was it was a really good episode yeah like uh, Jerry almost cost the dentist his career because <laughs> he's trying to I forget 
what exactly happened? It, it was like some insurance fraud. They scheme? wanted to get notes for to get free massages. That's yeah. what it was. And they needed yes. a doctor's note, yes. and so the dentist would do that for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's, you're right. And that yeah. has George getting the male guy and the yep. male masseuse, and like uh, questioning his sexuality, and then uh, even in the dentist's office, going like. George Foreman. I mean, look at his body. You know, I'm not looking at George. You know, like yeah. overly, overly sensitive about it. And Jerry talking about like, God, you hear that that kid that got kidnapped? God, they found his body. Yeah, whatever it was. like just yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, like doing small talk about this horrible case. Yeah, totally frightening his masseuse <laughs> to the fact that where now he can't go back to her, and like her her son is there like, run, Jimmy. <laughs> it's like such a funny when she sees Jerry, like he's gonna murder the kid right there, or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, season three was just very, very strong all around. It was very any of your picks, you probably could switch out for for my picks. I I could take any of your picks. I'm saying, yeah. Uh, but- they're very strong. But I, I think there's a, a definite consistency with our top fives. Yeah. But I, I think we could also agree on some of the worst episodes yeah. of season three. I bet if I went back through, I probably could find ones I didn't enjoy as much. Are, are you thinking one off the top of your uh, head? I'm thinking of the dog, for sure. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. I, I, just didn't, I just didn't get any of the humor in it, I guess. Yeah. Um, neither of us mentioned the Pez Dispenser. Right. Um, I, I looked at that one for a long time, and I decided that it's more... Just a, a, it gave us kind of a couple funny shots that you see in like Seinfeld best of retrospective minute long montages. Yeah. But was it a good episode? You know, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, neither of us mentioned the cafe, the nose job. Uh, oh, I, the, uh, the nose job was in mine. Oh, was it? Yeah, was it yeah. In yours? It was in my okay. top five. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I starred that one. Okay. Um, I did you. You didn't mention uh, the fix-up, did you? No, I did okay. not. The Janice episode, yeah. Right, yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. Uh, the no. suicide. Neither of us had the suicide. No. <laughs> I think we both agreed the, that... The only thing good about the suicide was the mention of Drake's coffee cake. And and it introduced Newman. Yes. But as far as... It, it, I mean, is as the far, suicide... As far as a, uh, a standalone episode... I, is it I the think... worst episode of, of season three, do you think? <laughs> Maybe. It... The suicide might be the worst episode of season three. It might be. <laughs> yeah. Because I think we did that with season one and two. I think there were very obvious bad episodes in those seasons because they were so small. Yes. And they were so, you know, they're still trying to find their footing. I mean, we found I think, our footing I th- now. I think, we so. can, I think we can agree that the suicide was the worst episode <laughs> yeah, of season three. Probably. And if it hadn't given us Newman, you know, it, 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 you could leave it, you could lose it all together, yeah. um, you know. <laughs> But that's how, I mean I didn't think the letter was that great, but it gave us the Kramer. You that's know true. what I'm saying? Like that's I, true. you know, I I don't think the parking garage was that great, but it gave us I don't know Mike Moffat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it gave us. We'll see Mike Moffat again, so I don't know. Um, but he's certainly not a Newman character. Oh, so man. all right, that didn't go as long as as uh, we thought it was going to go. No, uh, um, I do have one more thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we we mentioned last week that we wanted to know who was downvoting our posts. On the Seinfeld subreddit, yeah, Tim, the downvoter reached out oh, to me. Oh no! He sent me a DM. Okay, not the no hugging account. He sent me personally yeah. a DM, and I I, I got to play this okay. for you. This is the downvoter. I am the one who logs on. I am the reason for the downfall of your precious little podcast. And as you can tell from my guy Fox mask, I am your worst nightmare. I contact you with an ultimatum. You have until the season four premiere of No Hugging, No Learning to publicly apologize to your audience and myself for making a mockery of the most important sitcom of all time. Seinfeld is like 
research episode of your show yet. My army, the new men, will be forced to flood the reddits and downvote your show into oblivion. Dive or thrive, make your choice. So it sounds like it sounds like we've got to put some serious research God. into season four. <laughs> I swear, the, that's the down, Aaron. The downvoter demands it. The downvoter demands it. We have to put some serious research into season four, okay? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right, so what does season four I, start with? The I, trip. Well, yeah, it starts with a proper two-parter. Yes, yeah, the trip part one. Yes, uh, the trip part one, <laughs> season four, episode one. Uh, original air date, August 12th, 1992. Yeah. And if you're looking in TV Guide, the night of August 12th, it says, Jerry and George search for Kramer in Los Angeles. And then, I don't know why Hulu does this, but it just gives a list of guest stars, I'm guessing. Oh. It says, Jerry and George search for Kramer in Los Angeles. George went Corbin Burnson, Elmarie Wendell. <laughs> I don't know who the last one is. I recognize the first <laughs> two, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. We come back, I think, pretty early. I mean, this is an early fall premiere. It's yeah, still August. August 12th. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Like, shows aren't typically coming back until, like, September. Yeah, Like, middle, yeah. late September now, aren't and, they? And, and these days, when you, you get these, like, you know... You've got, like, a, a run of eight episodes, and then and they then, take a four-month hiatus, and then they're back for, like, eight to ten yeah, episodes. Yeah, like, The Walking Dead doesn't come back till October. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think normal... They always come back, like, around Halloween. Yeah, so yeah. late October. So normal, lo- normal, like, sitcom premieres are probably September and stuff like that, but... Um, I don't know. These days, it's almost like there isn't a fall, summer, th- you know, it's like just all thrown out there. You know what I mean? I think I think binge watching has sort of changed the way they release bit, shows. Yeah. They're like, it, it, summer, fall, it doesn't matter. Everybody's watching everything That's all true. the time. Yeah. And and you've got all of these like off season shows. Like yeah. The Mass Singer. Yeah, you, exactly. Like that was only like in the off like hiatus part time yeah. of like the, the TV season. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it only exists only existed from like january to march right yeah so i think it's networks are like everybody's watching everything all the time so it doesn't matter when we release stuff it just has to be you know no one's gonna watch it till it hits netflix or hulu all of it at once anyway so yeah all right is that it that's it all that's right all we got so for no hugging no learning i'm tim murphy i'm ted hollowell be good be good